I just send him home. Time to go home there, Bob. Hello and welcome back to the Off The Tips podcast. We're back in the house for the the third installment of our Course Nuffy series. Following on from the last episode where we discussed Clearwater, the day after the boys were off to the second oldest golf course in the in the country, Christchurch Golf Club, other also known as Shirley and home to Sir Bob Charles. Boys, we'll rip straight into it. AC... Talk to me about the Christchurch Golf Club. Yeah, so it kind of, I guess more recently has become a bit more of a lengthy layout, but the original course was actually at Hagley Park um, before moving to what is known as Rustley and then moving to its current location in 1900. So it was established in 1873. Um, the course has hosted 11 NZ Opens and probably most notably the 1990 Eisenhower Trophy, um, which is nothing to scoff at. Um, But I don't know who designed it. I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, But apparently it was redesigned by Peter Thompson after the 2011 earthquakes. Um, But, yeah, it was a good good day out. I really enjoyed it. Um, It was a little bit different to what I expected. I expected more kind of tree-lined holes. Uh, The greens were really – they were pure – the com the green complexes themselves were really interesting to play, yeah. But it was a it was a great day out, mate. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and it's important to note that they are in the process of doing some renovations, so the layout was a little bit different to how it normally is, and uh, a few holes are here, there, and everywhere. But um, nonetheless, it was an, an enjoyable day. The first of our thirty six holes of the day. Monty, welcome back. And how how did you find the the Christchurch Golf Club, the the beautiful links of the South Island? Beautiful links, yeah. Thanks, Cal. It was, um, it was great. I um, I'd heard a lot of good things going into it, so yeah, there were there were naturally expectations alongside that that too. But you know, probably met met some somewhat lofty expectations. Um, yeah, it wasn't not as probably a standout top ten New Zealand golf course, but undoubtedly, you know, probably sits somewhere in that that top twenty range. Um, yeah, similar to AC's, yeah, you know, the green plot complexes were were probably the standout feature of the course. Um, yeah, it was it was very well maintained. You know, extremely pure from from tee to green. I thought. Um, you know, now that it's an inland links golf course, the fairway bunkers were were very well well placed, and they were quite penal, contrary to you know a lot of other fairway bunkers around the place where they're just flat, easy to hit long irons out of. I, you know, at Christchurch, if you miss slightly, they were right on the edge of the fairway, and you know sometimes. Pot, pot like bunkers or, or very small, which makes it difficult to play out of. Um, lots of you know straight up and down holes. Um, yeah, all, all rounds thoroughly enjoyed, and I thought at a hundred bucks for a, for a round of golf, um, you know, it's pretty hard to find much better 
value you know, out there across New Zealand for, for what you're getting. Monty, that's a great point you make about the um, fairway bunkers. It was really good to, refreshing to have some fairway bunkers that actually you couldn't, you had to worry about the lip. Like you Sometimes you just mm. had to be like, okay, I'm going to end up short of this green, but I need to cover this lip. And I think that's the way it should be because quite often when you play tracks, I often aim at fairway bunkers if they look pretty flat because you're guaranteed a pretty clean lie unless you get unlucky and like kind of land end up up against a lip but like it's not a lot of them aren't a penalty but they were at Christchurch which was nice yeah yeah and I think like I said they are extremely well placed as well they're sort of scattered everywhere so your bigger hitters drivers are in the way but I had times where I or there was a couple of occasions where I hit irons off the tee and just completely misjudged it and ended up going in, in the bunkers and it it ruins your hole. Like it's genuinely hard to make pass out of out of those fairway bunkers, which is, is great to see. It's always yeah, it's it's so much fun having proper punishments for, for bad shots and I didn't play great round there, but I had played previously around there, um, Early 2022, when they were kind of just like getting that long rough, it was just kind of quite fresh, and you could you could um, pretty much hit it anywhere off the tee because there was just no like substance or depth to that rough. But coming back in December, that rough was just like good luck finding your ball on it now. Like it is, yeah. it is proper. That is a proper punishment and. I was in there a lot, so that was that was a pretty tough scene. But <laughs> you're preaching to the choir, mate. I frequented that rough often, a lot of search parties. And I, but... would, I wouldn't say the course was like, I wouldn't say the course was wide either by by any means. Like which which you like to see as well when there's when there's rough um, and long and fairway bunkers around. Yeah, coming off the back of Clearwater where it was quite wide and um, you did have to, and you could kind of spray your driver a little bit, you were under a little bit more pressure to to hit a good tee ball and hit a proper shot down there, which is which is great. It, it's the way golf should be and I, I thought it was a really good test. And it it's a shame that it was only 16 holes for us because um, I think... It's a it's a definitely a track that we need to go back to when it's fully renovated and see the full the course at its at its best. It's quite nice yeah, when a... you're not playing your best though, and you can chuck a couple <laughs> of two stavies down on the card. <laughs> AC <laughs> that, that I could AC's that out, round. Yeah, yeah. I was so grateful. <laughs> I'm just playing off a handicap way too low for me. I was like, oh, I can take two pars. That is just so good. And yeah. it was definitely not. Yeah, par bogey for me was good the way I was playing. Jeez, I I think I had two two triples around round round Christchurch just out of pure decisions mainly and just poor execution. But boys will we'll talk about our golf. How'd you play around Christchurch, Monty? Another good day for you, AC. Another mediocre day for you, but <laughs> and kind. Um, and 
me, I was poor as well, and Bill had an okay day. Well, probably poor by his standards, but boys, how do we how do we go? Yeah, I sound like a broken record on this pod because I'm just always talking about how poorly I play, but it it's a fact. I've just been playing crap for three or four months, so I've just got to get my game sorted. I just I'm either like. Lucky, luckily, like I felt like I got a bit of luck off the tee there. I ended up like I sprayed them and got in, like ended up okay. But yeah, just as people know, if you come over the top on them, like I just if I square the club, club face up, it's forty meters left, and if I open the fa- face, it's just this kind of wipey weak fade. So it's a big work on for me. Monte, you hit the ball pretty well from memory. Yeah, it was it was tidy enough. I was a bit of a rough start. I think I was three over three three, having doubled the second, just lost a nurry in the in the long stuff, which which happens. Um, and then just got on got onto a bit of a grind. I think I ended up being four over, um, which which was okay for a first time first time venture. And I think you know there's plenty of birdies out there on the course. Um, yeah, we. The greens are just insanely pure, and they weren't overly quick. But I think you could you could find them at certain times of the year or on certain days for tournaments, etc., where they could really wrap those those things up. They, you know, you just get that feeling when you stand on on certain greens, and they just had the feeling that they could be firm and fast if they wanted them. Yeah, it could get um, get super – sorry to cut you off, but it could get super daunting when the wind starts blowing as well. Yeah. For sure. We got a pretty kind day. Yeah, it's interesting looking at the old um, photos of that course, just how many trees there were. It it would have been an entirely different golf course to what we got. I guess now it's probably more exposed to the wind. So around the greens could be a bit trickier and stuff now, but – yeah, I wonder why they took all the trees out. I don't know why. I'd like to know. So if anyone yeah, knows, it's, please it's quite, reach out. It is quite hard to find an answer on that. But, yeah, the, it used to be a genuine Parklands course, and now it's an out-and-out links. It, it's taken a lot of work, but it's oh, – I think it's a it's a good move. There's, there's kind of a shortage of links courses. I think they're, they're a dying – a dying form of former golf courses. You just get more Parklands courses around New Zealand than you get links courses. So it is it is a nice change. And I think the the advantage of doing what they've done is it gives you so much flexibility as well in in the years to come. Like they can, you know, be it just adding the odd bunker here and there, shaping greens differently. Um, they've got so much flexibility with how they choose to run the rough um, and you can create, you know, just different golf courses within, you know, a span of three or four weeks, um, depending on the time of year or what, what's coming up, et cetera, which is, which is nice and, you know, easier with that style of golf course. Yeah, and pin position can be massive on at uh, Shirley, I think. There's just some pins that are going to be really easy to attack. I know, like one when it's at the front, it's going to be super easy. But if you move that back into the left, it's just 
a kind of over that bunker you just got to take your par and run which i think is is awesome there's a lot mm. of golf courses around that are just have no substance to their greens and you can put the pin kind of anywhere and it doesn't really change how you play the hole whereas i think at christchurch uh you really do have to think about that yeah i, yeah, um, shout. I had to chip a golf ball chip a golf ball on a green which i literally couldn't tell you the last time i had to chip a ball on a green because i was on the front corner and guarding me was a bunker so i had to chip it over the bunker to access the flag which i guess is just a testament to the to the greens there um and I, what i also liked is yeah, for an inexperienced guy who hadn't played there before i thought the design of them often meant from a distance you couldn't really distinctly see slopes and for that matter where pin locations were so you know once you've played the track over and over you've got a much better line of sight but i in, in the same vein it was you know it's a lot of fun when you've sort of got those <coughs> hidden hidden challenges if you will coming into greens yeah and monty's also being modest he he made a his saucy chip shop off the green on the first there and made up and down. It was it was nice stuff. <laughs> Thanks, man. But yeah, it is it is a good feeling. It's kind of fun feeling when you're playing a track and you kind of once you hit it, you're kind of guessing like how it's going to end up in terms of where on the green, where the pin is. Uh, so it's definitely a good point you make around like the placements of the pin and the way the greens were just shaped. It was like subtle, but also severe enough mm. yeah mm. You, you're right did anything kind of jump out at you that really took your eye or i don't know maybe surprised you a little bit about the course that something you weren't expecting not surprised but i like the double uh the shared green with one and 17 I it's cool if st andrews does it it's cool so yeah I'm a big fan no, i agree I, I, I like that too it's just something a bit quirky. I like it. Yeah. Um, I actually I thought there was a lot of good short par fours, um, and not just bash it par fours, but just you know proper golf holes. We have to think about what you're doing off the tee. The big hitters can potentially take it to the green, lay it back, and you know well placed. Um, bunkers but but also you know regardless of your ability you know they're accessible but you can get in trouble which you know often you play courses and the, the short par fours are banging anywhere and yeah even if you play the whole poorly you're probably still going to scrape a par whereas you know i thought at Christchurch that you know that's certainly not the case but you, you do get your bang for buck if you hit good golf shots and the other the one other thing i would add is is it's sort of got Paraparaumu vibes um, in that it's very much like a members a members club. You know, it was a relatively quiet day when we were there, but reception all round was, was very good. Um, just just roosters all round. Maybe not quite to the Param levels because you know, it's hard to scale to those heights. But, um, yeah, I thought um, it was, you know, yeah. Speaking of members, what about that bloke that <laughs> almost pinned us while we're on the balcony in the clubhouse? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but just to talk you boys, well, you guys through it. Um, we're sitting up having a lovely lunch at the at the at a beer at the outside. It's a lovely day, and we just hear. Oh, did they even shout for? No, they didn't. We just have. We're nah. just sitting. It's like it's at where we're sitting is probably thirty long of the um the, of the flag on of the flag on eighteen and. There's just this ball has just come in and just kicked off the concrete at the roof. Made this almighty bang and just, oh, we're just in the firing line. But pretty funny. The, the blokes came up. It was, all, it was all a bit of a laugh. But, yeah, it was not what you're expecting when I was biting into my bacon and pesto toasty. Oh, mate, this has been a hefty flyer out of that right Lucky rough. to be here. Lucky to be here. <laughs> Privileged, yeah. And just, yeah, talking on the reception we got, I thought the the bloke at the, the, the pro there was outstanding, the way he took us out to the first tee, gave us a map of how the renovations are like working and how the course is structured and how he – and he was just a general nice guy, which is – which is – it's free, but it's – it's hard to come to that by this day and age, so we we, we do appreciate that. And the food was outstanding. Uh, and afterwards, lack of a, a range of beers that'd be my only knock on the Christchurch Golf Club. Really, get some better beers. Yeah, that's that. a good shout. I, I, I love I love my beer. That was a great beer. <laughs> what a great beer! Thanks. I, I see everyone's was, everyone's really. different. So that's. <laughs> That's great, boys. What were your what were your favourite holes at Christchurch? Um, it was actually quite hard for me to like decide on this one. Probably, I actually really enjoyed the first um, for the reasons we mentioned earlier. Just a really cool green, um, as well as sixteen had like a centre line bunker um, and played slightly uphill. It was a nice golf hole. It was, I think we played it as like our I think thirteenth. Oh, it was we played a very different layout, but um, that was probably the hole I played the best as well, which always makes it go higher up your list. And also seventeen uh, that shares the green with one. I really enjoyed that hole as well. It made me think because I couldn't just bomb it over the creek like Monty and Bill could. What about you, Monty? Any holes you want to shout out? Yeah, I think um, I'll probably shout out number four, um, Good Par 5, um, also sponsored by by Fat Eddie's, um, you know, great what establishment, establishment. <laughs> on the circuit down in Christchurch in my, you know, limited experience. Um, but, you know, uh, uh, the, the tee shot wasn't is not overly daunting, um, but it's, it's more... You know, it's it's a par five. We have to think coming in into the second shot. It's very narrow, um, sort of landing area with with an undulating green. So, you know, it's it's relatively rare. I'd say these days where, you know, if you've got two hundred two hundred plus into a par five or you know low two hundreds that you're not going for it. Um, so it's it was quite nice having. Unless you're you know, a, a cat. five where you exactly. I was a cat and I think I had a seven iron, <laughs> seven iron, then a little chip wedge. 
Cause yeah, I also laid up. So I regret it. But I, I, it's refreshing to have a, a, sh- a relatively short par five where you're not going for the green and two from the fairway. Yeah, I I was a big fan of the. I didn't have a necessarily a favourite hole. I I enjoyed them all. There wasn't really any I hated. I I enjoyed the par threes there, like I did at Clearwater. I just thought they were they were cool golf holes. You had to hit different clubs on most of them as well. And um, the one up the hill, which I feel like we played as eleven, yeah, with the the bunkering system, the win the wind coming straight back into us it's it's hard to get it you really have to think about your tee shot on that one i i enjoyed that any holes you boys didn't like um for mine six so i think it's six we played a different routing again so it's it's a little bit hard to decipher but there's ob right but it's not really in play it's miles right um it's a very wide fairway and then Quite a flat green. Uh, it's got a couple of bunkers, but they're not. The pin we played, they weren't really in play. I just thought it was one of the more subdued holes. I thought maybe a couple of fairway bunkers off the tee to think about would have probably improved that hole, but that was probably my least favourite. What about you, boys? Mm. Yeah, I didn't really, I don't really have a least favourite. I, I don't love the. Two three. I know I said I love the par threes, but two three. It's uh, I'm not nor here nor there with them. I but I I'm just picking holes because I didn't really not like any of the holes. So I should I'll just say nah. I, I like them all. Yeah, I think it's a we'll it's slightly unique. It's yeah, it's slightly unique in that I, I don't I find it hard to signal out a a standout and equally do I find it hard to signal out, you know, one that's at the bottom of the, the picking order. It's yeah, I'd agree with you, AC, but aside from that, I think it's just a lot of just solid golf holes um, all, all around. I guess with those members course as well, you know, they're not going for like postcard holes, which like no. the probably more recent courses do. So I think that probably plays a part. It's just kind of, Let's make 18 solid golf holes. We don't need that signature hole crap. We just – let's just make a good golf course. And I think they've <laughs> succeeded in doing that, to be fair. That's that's my my opinion. Boys, give me a rating out of 10. I've kept you for long enough on your Tuesday night. So, AC, your rating out of 10. Let's try not get the same one this, this I'm going to go 7.5. Um, just – I'd put it slightly at a clear water. Monty. Yeah, I'll, I'll. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stay the course and stick with a, a seven as I did at Clearwater. I actually find it extremely hard to to differentiate between the two. You know, diff, completely different golf courses. So, you know, fantastic to tie in on on a, on a trip away. But um, you know, I it's, it's flip a coin for mine. Solid. I, I'm going with a nine. I, I, I really like Christchurch. It's it's one of my favourites. I I don't know if it's just the links, the links aspect, but I, I don't know. It's 
it's a place that I go and I enjoy myself every single time, at, regardless of what I shoot and how I play. So I, I I love that place, and I think if if you're ever in town, it's it's right at the top of your list of places to play because it's it's a sensational track. Are we happy with the links definition in that, in your eyes? Like, do you consider that a links golf course? On that, see, I, I know you, I can 100% see where you're coming from, but I think on the, the side of the road where the, the clubhouse is, I think that's definitely a links. And then when you cross the road, I think there's kind of shades of the old the old Christchurch with the with a few a few more pines there, but I'd say yes, it's a lynx. What about you boys? Monty, do you have a strong view on it? No, no strong view. This is this is above my pay grade. But uh yeah, I if I liken it to, if I consider you know where it sits relative to a Parklands, relative to and then relative to a a pure links, it certainly lends itself uh, uh, more towards a links than, than a genuine Parklands, but I, yeah, but not by a a huge huge way on on the scale. Um, but it but it has enough aspects to I think define it that way with the bunkering and the in the rough, etc., and lack of trees and green complexes, etc. Yeah, I definitely think it's more towards the links side. I think maybe they need to make another name because well, the I course just, has already got two names. No, I don't mean the course. I, <laughs> I just mean something in between a links and a parkland because they throw around links way too much these days, in my opinion. Okay, that's all right. That's that's an endless conversation. So we'll stop well, there. Maybe you could come up with a name with your now you're a big media personnel. I think you could start trending. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All good boys. Really appreciate your time and listeners. If you're keen on a really good experience, get down to the Christchurch Golf Club. You won't be disappointed. It's it's a great day out and. You'll enjoy every bit of your day and you'll get a great great lunch and have a okay beer at the clubhouse. But all the best, boys. <laughs> Cheers for joining me on your Tuesday, Arvo, and have a good rest of your week. See you guys next time. Cheers, boys. Go well. That's your home.